Welcome to Radio 5G, where we sort fact from fiction, conspiracy from falsehood, reality from the unknown. And by doing so, we change the collective consciousness of humanity. A production of CosmicReality.com Welcome to Radio 5G. It's February 2nd, 2022. This is a pre-recording that I've done with Mark Joseph, who will join me in the second hour. Um, the first hour, we're going to have an interview by Sean Morgan, uh, a researcher, Mel Kay, about the structure of the deep state. Uh, the title is The Deep State Factions with Mel Kay, and it's on American Media Periscope published January 18th, 2022. This interview provides an overview of some of the agencies and players in the plants that have taken control of our reality after decades of planning. And I think you're going to find it uh, informative. So here we go. We'll be back after the, uh, the hour break. Welcome to Making Sense of the Madness. I'm your host, Sean Morgan. We're going to question the mainstream narrative and expose media propaganda with Mel Kay, the host of the Mel Kay Show. She has a lot of information and insight into Hollywood because she spent a lot of time there. She also researches the puppet masters from the World Economic Forum, Davos, all those billionaire oligarchs. She's going to be sharing her knowledge and insight with us in a hour-long interview exclusive with Mel Kay. Oh, so nice to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's great to have you. And uh, I heard that you were at the Clay Clark event in, in Phoenix. How did that go? <laughs> oh, it was excellent. I'll tell you, uh, I, was in, I was in all the events in Arizona. And the one thing I feel is really happening more than it's ever happened before is the people are really awake and, um, and energized. They understand what's going on. The, what I call the puppet masters have been revealed. The truth of what's going on in our country and honestly the whole world is being exposed. And I'm hearing people talking about openly the World Economic Forum, the Great Reset, the truth about the pandemic, a lot of this stuff, Fauci, um, Soros, all the things that we've always been heard were conspiracy theories. Now your average American citizen is riled up, sees the truth, and wants to take their country back. Uh, more than I've seen in the last three years, I've been touring around. And it's, it was an amazing event. It always is. And uh, the best part about the clay events is we get a lot of local flavor, a lot of people that are running locally. We know 2022 is so important for us. And uh, lots of action steps and great, great energy. And I just think it's always great when patriots get together and are like-minded and realize that we're a majority and we really need to start acting like it. You said you were at all the events in Arizona. So what other events were you at? The Trump rally? Well, yes. And then I was at both of um, both events with, uh, well, it was two days. So we had so many speakers and we had so many, um, so many amazing people there. And then all of the Arizona people. And, and then, of course, the Trump rally where... For me, I just saw I saw Phoenix rising. I just saw it's so perfect to have it in Phoenix because what I see is, and I'm concentrating more on the people, less on Trump or you know what what we 
what we're looking at on the surface. I'm seeing people that are informed, are aware the censorship didn't work. Trump's calling out the facts and the truth as we know is real. And people are awake and they're, they're energized and everywhere we turn, um, every event, every speaker, everyone that I saw just feels really confident that we're gonna take this country back and it's gonna be up to us. I, I'm a firm believer this is good and evil and God versus literally Lucifer and Satan. And uh, it just seems to me that God won, but now we, the people of our country and honestly the world, uh, need to uh, fight that battle on the front lines like we have always. Uh, when I say this is biblical, it really is. To think that we're alive in a time that is biblical is shocking, but it's true. And I, I just, there's so much love and so much support for America and taking back our constitution and our bill of rights. And it's great to see so many people showing up. Absolutely. If you're at the Thanksgiving table or if you're in a major city or if you turn on the TV, you might think you're in the minority if you're a patriot. But then you go to right. one of these events or you go to a red state or a red area, you just realize, wow, we are the majority. And it's refreshing to hear that people are awake. They know about uh, the scandemic. They know about the puppet masters. So you mentioned a couple of the puppet masters already uh, and maybe some of their henchmen. Uh, that people are aware of. Can you can you go a little deeper there about how you said some of these people were only known to researchers before and now uh, the regular people know about Soros and, and, and the gang. Right. So can you tell me about more about the puppet masters and what people are aware of? Yeah, uh, basically, I think first and foremost, when I started um, talking about this a year ago, people could not believe that the Great Reset or um, the World Economic Forum, or let alone the history of the UN was what I was saying it was. But people have gotten out there and done their own research. And I, I just, for me, I think it all goes back to way before, um, it literally goes back centuries, what we're dealing with now, which I think is excising a uh, self-chosen um, class of people that really believe, really based out of the Bank of International Settlements and in Switzerland and Davos and Bilderberg and then uh, the, these little secret societies that JFK tried to warn us about and obviously lost his life trying to expose and uh, bring to justice. But where we are now is people are actually this week, they have a virtual Davos. Well, people are watching um, Klaus Schwab because not only um, have the World Economic Forum been involved in multiple things they like to call simulations. But these simulations are really rehearsals and we've watched one after another come to fruition. They first did Operation Blackout, which was the overthrowing of basically the legitimate government here, uh, the Trump uh, election, that the Transition Integrity Project. They played it out all scenarios a year before any way Trump could win, they needed to counter, which of course they did in multiple horrendous ways that are unconstitutional. Then they did their uh, event 201, which was a simulation of the entire last three years, basically a total uh, playbook for what we've just lived through and we're still in. Uh, and that was Bill Gates and, and World Economic Forum is always involved and Bloomberg with Johns Hopkins. Then the World Economic Forum does a year ago this cyber polygon tabletop exercise, which of course a year later came to fruition. That was about taking down the supply chain worldwide and a simulation. All of these things are simulations of horrible events. But again, 
this is the World Economic Forum, which is the front for the bigger puppet masters in my mind, they, um, they kind of are foreshadowing what's going to happen and saying, here's what's going to happen and we're going to be the solution, which goes all the way back to the Rothschilds and, and the whole debt slavery model that we've been living in. And then most recently, they did a simulation in Israel called Operation Collective Strength or, or, or um, Operation, um, yes, Collective Th Strength. And it's about the takedown of our financial system worldwide. And uh, believe me, that is going to come to fruition. And uh, if we don't stop them first, which I believe we will, because I think that these people, uh, the jig is up and people are aware of who they are, not just in America, worldwide. You're hearing people talk about this. And, you know, these are unelected billionaires telling millionaires what the rest of us should do. And it's about 3,000 people that meet at these things. Um, uh, I've talked many times, I don't know if your audience knows about Operation Paperclip and Operation Lockstep. And when Rockefeller and Kissinger brought all these Nazis into America, started what I believe to be the Fourth Reich, the United Nations, such a hoax on all of our countries, a total money laundering, manipulation scam, and then infiltrated all these Nazi communist Marxists into all of our, not just our schools and our colleges and our laboratories and our universities and our think tanks and all these and these philanthropies, but also into our sciences and medicine and all of it. And we're dealing with it now. And I think we're seeing it. And along the way, H.W. Bush and uh, of course his son and Clinton, they invited in the CCP to then even more infiltrate our country and then uh, obviously all our manufacturing went away. They invited a communist party into the United Nations, which by itself is ridiculous. And right now, if people look it up, the Chinese Communist Party, they have the top positions in almost every United Nations um, committee that has any kind of um, whatever. These, these people really have no legitimate say over anything, but they try and they really are the one world government. And right now they are at the edge if they don't pull it off now, they know that they will be exposed and they will be um, never able to get their great reset. And that's what I think is happening. It's the great awakening and our force and our pushing and our educating people and people going and realizing this isn't conspiracy. This is real. They've been planning this for a long time. It really comes out of the Rockefeller Foundation and the Rockefeller Institute. All the way back um, in 2010, they wrote an Operation Lockstep that anyone can find online. And it's exactly the play out for America to lose our country, cede our sovereignty to the one world government. Um, in this case, Build Back Better is from the World Economic Forum. Every G20 country that pledged allegiance to the World Economic Forum last month in Glasgow uh, basically just told the world that the World Economic Forum and their overlords will be the one world government and that all of our countries have no say. Um, I hope people know right now our country was captured by these people and uh, DC, a lot of the people in DC are in on it. And uh, we have to get to a place where we realize there are only 7,000 elected officials in America and 300 million of us. And it's time for us to say, you know what? Your false flag on January 6th didn't work. We, the people are taking our country back, get out there on the front lines without fear and stand up for this country because you know what? This isn't about America. There are countries all over the world that had a color revolution, like I believe was pulled off here by these people, Soros at the top, National Endowment for Democracy, all the people, Blinken, Biden, um, Biden maybe, but uh, Samantha Power, Susan Rice, the original uh, globalists under Obama are all back in there. They're trying to start wars all over the world. And the good news is I don't think anyone's buying it. 
I think everyone's rejecting them. And this is because of two, three years of pointing at these people and calling them by name without fearing the machine that they have on the left that destroys lives and, and silences dissent and shuts up truth. And uh, we refuse to allow this to happen. You, you're, you guys and me and many other people out there that have been canceled or censored, we refuse to let it happen to the point that everyone watched this this horrible technique of silencing dissent that they've been using all the whole time, the whole Marxist playbook. And people looked at it and said, well, why are they silencing them and started listening? And I think that's where we are now. Yeah, it's quite a lot to digest, uh, but I, I'm with you. And I do think the World Economic Forum is at the, the core of this. Klaus Schwab, yeah. kind of the a figurehead, probably representing uh, puppet masters that are, you know, controlling him. Uh, but yeah. they recently d did the simulation of a cyber pandemic. And you, you talked right. about how it, it was like a takedown of the financial system, but it's, it's an electronic hacking kind of simulation. They're saying that that's what's going to happen next, but it could take down the grid. It could take down the internet. It could take down a lot of things. Uh, so I guess that's what they're planning on doing next, which, which would be pretty convenient for them if, um, if, you know, they were looking to buy up everything pennies on the dollar, or if they were looking to shut down the internet temporarily, if there was a disclosure happening, uh, you know, uh, I just want to get your comments on, on this uh, cyber pandemic. That's what they call it. They're just trying to get the word pandemic into our minds as much as they can. <laughs> yeah, that's what's great. They're, they're failing. First of all, I believe fully that these people are Luciferians. They, uh, I, I've done a lot of work on the United Nations and the backbone, which is the Lucis Trust. Everyone should look it up. It's still on their website for now. Uh, the Lucis Trust by Alice Bailey are the 10 rules to the one world government. When Rockefeller and Kissinger started and the Crown started the UN as the headquarters for the one world government, right underneath our noses under the guise of using um, normal humanity, God's humanity of compassion and empathy and, and equality and, and everyone having fresh water and all the things the UN pretends to be that it's for human rights. Um, basically, what, what's happened is they've taken the liberty of deciding on a mass scale what, what will be for humanity. And then they play out the scenario by making it happen. So right now, what the World Economic Forum, Bank of International Settlements, UN, IMF, and frankly, the rogue District of Columbia, the City of London, and the Vatican, all in cahoots, want is a centralized global system of finance that is also connected to your vaccine passport, that also has a social credit score, that is full track and trace surveillance. And that is really what I believe all of this has been about. And for them to take down the grid, take down the U.S. dollar, and everyone watching the show should go look up what happened in Israel and Operation Collective Strength, because that is the, every single one of these simulations ends out playing, uh, playing out exactly how they planned it. Part of this Luciferian agenda is they tell us what they're going to do. So um, basically, I, the next move would be to funnel us into a one-world banking system that completely they controlled. We did dodge a bullet, Biden and Blinken and all of these globalist Marxists tried to put in a woman from Russia to be the comptroller of America that would have made this happen and she was knocked out. So thank God. But that's because of people like you guys and me talking about it and warning people and having them call their representatives and say, listen, we know what you're doing and you're not going to have this happen. Um, but it is it is true that that's going on. And, you know, your show, my show, all the, all the people out there that are fighting for the Patriots 
are saying to uh, get out of the matrix, stop feeding the beast. The World Economic Forum is not just the World Economic Forum. One of the people high up in the World Economic Forum behind the scenes is the head of BlackRock. BlackRock and Vanguard own everything in America, any, everything in the world. And they call it basically the public-private partnership if you go on the World Economic Forum's website. And everyone should go on there and look at their plans for us, Agenda 2030, um, and especially all of the things that they're talking about this week in Davos. They are preparing to do this stuff to humanity, okay? And they put it out there in their agenda of things that they're worried about. But that's but it's the, always the opposite. They're going to cause the problem. Then tell us, see, we already prepared for the solution. So we're going to come in and save you after mass destruction occurs. That is the only way they will get the Great Reset, which is the ceding of the sovereignty of all of our nations to this one world government that would function out of Davos. The good news is it's failing on a mass scale globally. Um, the EU is broke and failing and people are pulling out. What they're trying to do in Ukraine is being exposed. Ukraine is a total farce. NATO is, a, is, an, is a, a group that should be dismantled. They don't fight for any of our countries. They fight to keep the international military war complex, this money-making, money-laundering machine of wartime contracts and, and mass destruction and invading countries under this bogus responsibility to protect and all these human rights things that they create. So what I'm saying about these people is we got to really look at what they're doing because they project on us what the next tragic or traumatic event they're going to lay on the people and humanity is going to be. And then when it happens, they're already prepared with the solution. And then we think that they're good guys. This is what the Rothschild that is the top of this cabal have been doing for centuries. They have financed both sides of every war, every crisis. What they do is they come in, they cause the crisis, just like George Soros and the CCP with Antifa and Black Lives Matter and all of this stuff, they cause crisis on the ground, all the color revolutions. This is what is unfolding in Ukraine. And then they come in and they pillage the resources of that sovereign nation. They ignore the sovereignty. They ignore the will of the people. They kick out the duly elected president. They put in a puppet. They put in a central bank. They enslave that, that country, which they're doing to us right now. And then they instill Marxist ideology Dissent um, means that you will be canceled or, or put in a camp, for God's sakes. And we're at a place where this is the Fourth Reich playing out the Third Reich's playbook that they didn't get to finish. And uh, the truth is, I think God already stepped in and uh, used Donald Trump and a lot of people all over the world. I believe there's an alliance that is taking down these demons once and for all. And uh, I think we're seeing it in real time. So I feel really positive about everything that's going on. I feel very hopeful, too. I'm seeing, uh, you know, the Supreme Court knocking down the mandates. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of different states in the United States stand up for liberty, despite the federal government, what they try to do. Uh, I'm seeing, you know, the boosters narrative fall apart internationally. Uh, so I am feeling hopeful, but I think it's good that we understand what they want to try to do. And I think you've been good at laying it all out with the World Economic Forum apparently being at the center of it because they keep having these simulations. They've put out these different videos saying they want us to have no private property, right? They say right. you will own nothing and you will be happy and we, we will be vegetarians and we won't eat any meat. We might eat insects, you know, and we might live right. in these little tiny pods uh, with universal basic income. 
so right. I was hoping that you would talk a little bit more because you, you clarified well at the big picture, which is they want us to give up our sovereignty at a national level to, to obey some kind of international level with a vaccine passport, surveillance, controlled financial system. But what about the carbon credit score and what about uh, the metaverse and virtual reality and transhumanism? Where does that fit in? Uh, well, it fits in at the biggest part of this. And what's crazy is that they've been planning this since the 50s. So when people look at what's going on now and can't connect the dots, there's also a big piece of this puzzle that leads me to believe that um, that the good guys are in control and that we are seeing the takedown of these people because the Jeffrey Epstein piece of this puzzle is giant. And it connects a lot of the dots across the board. People have to know Jeffrey Epstein was on the uh, board of the Rockefeller Institute. He was on their uh, PR and uh, media firm, the Council of Foreign Relations Board. He was on the Trilateral Commission. He also financed um, this, this, honestly, this transhumanism science for decades with Bill Gates and others at MIT and Harvard. One of his cohorts was just um, found guilty of starting a bioweapons nanotechnology lab in Wuhan around the same time that the vaccines were uh, being manufactured, so, supposedly. And um, really where we are in this scenario is transhumanism, for people that don't know, is the melding of um, AI and technology and humanity in a very serious way. They've been working on it for a long time with the Human Genome Project. And um, a lot of uh, these people, uh, honestly, Obama put in some brain trust um, program, I think it was called Operation Ignite, and it was all about finding mechanisms in the brain. But now we find out what they really want to do is to inject humanity, which, which Bill Gates and all the way back in 1994, the overlord of all of this, David Rockefeller, who's no longer here, but certainly he is in, a, in many ways that are unfortunate. Um, he said that his goal in life Somehow he chose to be the, the king of the world. Um, you know, these, these people don't believe in God. They believe they are God. Soros says it out, out, out and proud all the time. Um, but basically they want to microchip all of humanity um, in a way through nanotechnology is my belief, is what Epstein and all these people were financing at Harvard and uh, MIT uh, Media Lab and inject um, basically transistors into the human body that can be controlled remotely and everything that you do, all of your physical activity, your physical location, your money you spend, all the resources you use will be tracked and traced. You will be uh, punished for things like overusing carbon. Um, a lot of people weren't paying attention to this like Luciferian gathering last month at COP26 in Glasgow, where I will tell you 800 American officials went there um, and they pledged allegiance to the World Economic Forum right in front of our faces and nobody paid attention. The media doesn't talk about it. Build Back Better, like I said, is a bill that was really authored by the World Economic Forum and the UN Agenda 2030 crew um, with the help of all these globalists. Um, Anthony Blinken, Susan Rice, um, Samantha Power, Victoria Nuland, uh, all of these people, Biden especially, especially through Ukraine and other things, They've all been in on this for a very long time. They are globalists. Uh, and um, where we are now is that at Glasgow, they pledged allegiance to change, to give the same people from the World Economic Forum and Davos, Bank of International Settlements, the billion, they're actually trillionaires. They lie about their wealth anyway. 
they would, um, they're going to take under their thing. It's a new asset class, the natural asset class. And the new plan is to enslave all our countries in the debt slavery model again under the guise of climate emergency. So they're, they're saying they're going to give $150 trillion that none of them have to the world because of a climate emergency supposedly caused by humans, which is provable that it's not. It's, it's actually caused by the corporations that are manufacturing things with, without being, being environmentally sound. It's not the humanity is causing climate change. But basically, they want to invest all this money in loans, loans, which is the um, model that the Rothschilds used on all of our countries. 209 countries have central banks. It's the same concept. They give the loans based on climate emergency, loans that can never be repaid. All of our countries will go into another model of debt slavery, even worse. And part of that acolyte is that everyone in your country is track and trace from top to bottom in terms of resources, because now these guys under this new natural asset class, which would be in exchange for the 150 trillion for the climate emergency, would attach to it all um, water, air, carbon, food, um, <laughs> Every, everything that is, is God's green earth was given to humanity and to the children of God is now going to be under Davos and uh, Bilderberg and IMF, their control, and we will be able to rent it. And this goes along with smart cities. The cities that they're destroying are by design. People have to know that New York City and all these cities are being up, bought up by the central bankers and the CCP. And, and it's going to be a place where only the elite and the worker class will be able to live uh, in harmony in their vision, which isn't going to happen. And complete surveil, track and trace uh, would be a model that the people that they are choosing to remain serfs, basically workers, will live under in smart cities, smart towns, where it gets, they're already tracking and tracing you inside your body and every move you make. But then it will also lead to uh, your building, all your usage of, of electricity, everything that you buy, everything you buy at the supermarket, your health, your diet. They want full control over your entire um, life and zero privacy. Honestly, right now, you brought up the metaverse. We have no privacy. Uh, DARPA created, I think people realize at this point, Facebook uh, and all of these things, Twitter, Google. DARPA was very involved with InQtel. This was all track and trace. The whole story we heard from Hollywood and Mark Zuckerberg, it's all a lie. None of that is true. I think people get it now. But the metaverse is the next level track and trace. And who is promoting the metaverse? The World Economic Forum. So you go on the World of Economic course. Forum, there's a whole section about the metaverse and how great it is. Well, that's the next level. If you ever saw the movie Ready Player One, I don't know if anyone's seen it, but everyone should see it right now. First of all, it's made by Spielberg, who I'm sure knows about the plan because he's in the good club. And second, it is a total virtual reality world. This is made 10 years ago, which is how they do it. And it's basically, you are an avatar. You never, first of all, it takes the whole remote learning and the remote work into the entire remote life. And once you're in your, your smart city that they have, they're trying to build all over. New York City has been being built into a smart city since the week that um, Cuomo shut it down, came on the stage in our first two weeks of lockdown with Eric Schmidt, very nefarious, very into the AI transhumanism agenda on the front lines, and Bill Gates and Cuomo and said, we're going to reimagine New York. 
And what we're hearing two days before is it's two days to stop the spread. And from that day on, the amount of surveillance and things that have been put all over New York City, under the ground, in the skies, on things that people think are kiosks that have ads, they're really looking at you. Uh, New York's being turned into a total smart city for this to be kind of the grand achievement. I know that what they're doing in New York City, the World Economic Forum and these people, uh, is their grand achievement will be the full and total destruction of New York City, which is happening in warp speed. And uh, at the same time, they, uh, the, the track and trace surveil full life model of control of humanity is, uh, is the end goal. And uh, they're getting close in New York City, unfortunately. Yeah, you know, when some people think this is just to create some kind of new version of the Soviet Union, and, and that would be roses compared to what they're actually trying to do is take away our very humanity, our very autonomy, uh, our very sovereignty, our very reality and nature, our ability to just function with nature instead of having to, to rent it from them and be stuck <laughs> in this metaverse. Uh, I actually did create a little mini documentary about Mark Zuckerberg's meta curse, and uh, I've been playing it here on the program, so people are pretty familiar with this. I want to discuss that a little bit more. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to go deeper in the metaverse, and I also want to discuss how China fits into all of this. So as soon as we get back, we're going to talk to Mel Kay more about the metaverse and China. We are talking to Mel Kay about the Puppet Masters, their devious plan, and how it's failing miserably. And uh, we're just talking about the metaverse, the meta curse. And, uh, you know, we've seen over the last decade or so how everyone joined Facebook, including everyone's grandmother. <laughs> there are literally uh, like two, two billion people on, on uh, these websites owned by Facebook, which just changed their name to meta, including Instagram right. and WhatsApp. So it's like it's a significant portion of the human population is being tracked and traced and has no privacy already. And people are addicted. Uh, people uh, are suffering from depression and even suicide as a result of their addiction to this level of social media. Can you imagine what it'll be like when people have on augmented reality glasses or goggles and they get addicted to that experience? That is where they're going with this. I want to get your comments on that, Mel. Yeah, that is where they're going with this. I mean, they're already far advanced. We need to reject it at all costs. Uh, the bottom line is that the virtual reality, what you said before is true. And two things I want your audience to know about. Something that happened at Glasgow that they didn't, well, nobody reported what really happened anyway. But one thing that did happen there was that they had a transhumanism event. And at that event, a former, a former uh, Google AI executive uh, was up there and he said that the full goal really for transhumanism and the fourth industrial revolution um, as uh, Klaus Schwab and Kissinger and, and uh, Eric Schmidt call it the post-human world, um, the full picture of it is basically to uh, call humanity as well. There's a eugenics side to this too. They don't really want us procreating anymore. So the more that they can take out social interaction of humanity and make everything virtual, the more that they are sure that they can cull the herd. As you know, Bill Gates said at his TED Talk, 100% fact, that if he could do a good enough job with vaccines, they could eliminate 10 to 15% of the population of this planet. Now we're talking when, with the metaverse and the another thing that people need to know, parents especially, the whole remote learning, it also comes out of the Rockefeller Institute, Bill Gates uh, Foundation Common Core and UNESCO from the United Nations originally, the entire remote learning of your children 
is really from the day that you signed on when they put us into remote learning, they started a dossier on your child and seven different groups get access to all of the information about your child, including social and emotional learning scores. You don't even know that they're taking um, all kinds of data and, um, and uh, all kinds of uh, predictive programming. And if you're, they're assessing your threat to America, if you're a domestic terrorist, all kinds of stuff like that. Well, in the metaverse, they'll be able to cut you off and, and cut off your entire humanity because by the point that they want to get to by 2030, you're leaving your house, you will need to have permission. And this is not, this is in their thing. They will, you will be living in a literal video game in your pod or your home or wherever, because that is, that is the goal is to uh, call the herd of humanity. The depopulation agenda is very real. It's always been, it was the goal of uh, many, many uh, Marxist communist regimes. And now we have two decades of children that have been taught behind our backs basically, or while we weren't paying attention, that uh, Marx and Stalin and, and basically the communist playbook and Saul Alinsky and all these people were the good guys and uh, our founding fathers were not. And uh, this is where they're going. They want to take this generation, these two generations that they've blackmailed and brainwashed and, and put into this debt slavery. When I say blackmail with, with the, the two generations of children that were fed common core and are now basically cannot have no logical thinking, have no critical thinking skills, follow orders. You know, I used to talk about a lot this book, uh, the Eichmann in Jerusalem, the banality of evil. Adolf Eichmann was the only Nazi tried in Israel. And one of my heroes, Hannah Arendt, wrote a book about the trial and came to the conclusion that, you know, the Eichmann would say there was nothing wrong with what he did, which was he was the architect of putting people on trains to the death camps to their death because he was following orders and that that was it. And she came to the conclusion that the penality of evil are people sitting around watching this happen, watching these people take our humanity and our, our God, their big goal also with the metaverse is to eliminate God and have a benevolent AI. That's what I was gonna say before at Glasgow, the AI convention, they said that uh, by 2030, they would like to replace God and religion on the planet with a benevolent AI controlled by them. So, you know, take all these pieces together, put in the nanotechnology that they want to insert into every human being, and then have the ability to MK Ultra basically on a giant scale, humanity to do their bidding and what they want and uh, basically stop procreating. And so that only them and their bloodlines and their families can continue to procreate. And a lot of people might've missed it, but one of the top people in this, in this, um, I say World Economic Forum, but Davos crew, but it's it's also the tech tech oligarchs and the billionaires and Soros and Gates and Fauci and and um, honestly the National Endowment for Democracy, Center for American Progress, um, the other people I talked about, they're all in on it. But Jeff Bezos is a real player in this game, and uh, he has so much power because of his um, all of his government contracts all over the world to transfer data through Amazon and Amazon's cloud. Um, all of our countries are in danger with these clouds that these guys are controlling because it is the Davos um, group that is controlling it. But Bezos said a few weeks ago that his company, Blue Origins, that unfortunately our taxpayer dollars are going to millions of dollars to our own demise, but that Blue Origin is creating space pods. This is true, everyone should look it up. Space pods that are anti-gravity 
that will be kind of pods in, in space that all of us will have to go to because he announced that by 2030, probably most, or in the next 30 years, probably most humans won't be able to live on planet Earth, probably a very small amount, like 10,000, which is probably the 3,000 Davos, Bilderberg, you know, crew, UN crew, and the three vassal states, and then their families. And all the rest of us can go live in space pods that Jeff Bezos is actively creating. <laughs> so, you know, that's it, taking away our land. They've already sold out all our land. So, you know, it's, it's all unconstitutional and we can fight back, but we gotta know who we're fighting. Right. There's another billionaire who has a rocket ship and is talking about how humanity is going to have to transition to Mars. He also wants to uh, inject, uh, you know, neuro, his company Neuralink wants to uh, put a chip in people's brains. So Elon Musk, although on Twitter, he's like anti-communist. He, he has all those clever comebacks to, to the leftists and stuff. Um, and it makes you think, hey, maybe this guy's a white hat. But uh, when you look at it through the lens of what you just described, he seems like he's on the same page. But maybe there are factions of the deep state. Yeah. And that's what I wanted to talk to you about China being just basically a competing faction. But before we get into that, I just want to make sure that I address that you mentioned injecting transistors and nanotechnology inside of humans. And it seems like that's what they want to do, or that's what they are doing with the vax, because every time there's an expose on the ingredients of the vax, we find these mysterious things that have the properties of transistors. And then also you talked about depopulation and how that's, they want to lower our fertility rates and the vaccines, uh, which are not vaccines, but these, these you know, experimental injections also lower fertility rates in men and women. So uh, this is at the core of their plan, which is why I noticed in the last couple of years, what the mainstream media has targeted more than anything is this concept of an anti-vaxxer. Before the COVID-19 vaccines were even manufactured, uh, it was just like you couldn't have an anti-vax book on Amazon. You were deplatformed right. forever saying anything against vaccines. So because that's at the core of their plan, if, if they can't have those precious vaccines, they can't have their depopulation. They can't have their injectable nanotech. So what are your comments on that? Yeah, I mean, people should really pay attention when I say that. I always talk on my show about the Epstein boomerang and how there's so many levels of it. We still haven't talked about the island. We still haven't talked about the satanic side or the five. Really, I hope everyone knows what Epstein and Maxwell were doing. They were running a $500 million a year blackmail operation for several uh, uh, rogue players around the around the world, including our own country, and uh, that's that's their game. They were blackmailers. They used children, uh, children, not just teenage girls, but young children, um, men and women, to blackmail uh, prime ministers, politicians, celebrities, uh, royalty, um, all of our politicians, judges. This is what they were doing. But the other thing that Epstein was doing, along with Bill Gates in tandem with the Gates, with also his best friend, Bill Clinton and the Clinton Foundation, they had a group of scientists, all of them together that Epstein was funding. And uh, they started the Human Genome Project. And then they went into bed, obviously, with the Wuhan lab. Charles Lieber was just found guilty. Charles Lieber's patent that nobody's talked about because it was a show trial for him too, is the patent that has inserting through vaccine or other method a nanotechnology that is a hydrogel 
and inside of it is a transistor that when injected into the body, and mind you, it's smaller than a virus, and the lab that he got caught opening with the CCP was in Wuhan, but once injected into you, that it would then replicate, and then at that point could be in his own patents, could be manipulated with frequency or something like 5G. And that could be on an individual basis, it says on the patent, can be hacked into, meaning that somebody's going to be able to do that. And the way that a lot of this came out was they would say that they were going to give people who had diabetes or um, needed insulin regularly or needed some kind of life-saving drug that needed to be in constantly, that they would inject something into you and then when it, when it needed to release the drug or the insulin, it would automatically do it within your body without you having to do anything. Well, so turn that around to where we are now, full track and trace surveillance with the same technology that is manipulated from being hacked from the outside and manipulated. And, and that's really where we are. This whole program has been going on since Nazi Germany, if not before, and it's the same people through Operation Paperclip that kept pushing it down the line. So, you know, where we are now is also, we have to understand China's part in this because it's a really big deal. And, um, People need to know that the Chinese Communist Party, though um, separate, they are in bed with the same people. These people I'm talking about at the top, they don't have a nationality, they don't have a race, they don't have a color. There are Muslim Brotherhood people involved in this bloodline, you know, top down pyramids, you know, this what I call the Davos Bilderberg, you know, World Economic Forum. But the CCP is very involved as well. They Kissinger, Soros, and Rockefeller and H.W. Bush all agreed that they needed to end America being the world power, the dominant nation, the um, the basically the example for the world, the people that, that made other people stop aggression. They needed to destroy America from the inside out and move their the world power to China because Chinese communist dictatorship the people are compliant and don't fight back. And anyone who did is already dead or in a concentration camp. And they need it because of our constitution and bill of rights to transition since way back when H.W. Bush was in, in office, they started transitioning all everything to China and then to leave America basically with nothing in shambles, like you said, on universal basic income. But there's a group called the Chinese United States Exchange Foundation Everyone should know about, look up if your politicians have uh, received money from these people, if they have events with them. These people are very in with the um, Black Congressional Caucus and uh, they're in with Adam Schiff and Nancy Pelosi and all these people. This is a Chinese Communist Party front. And they also are with the Thousand Talents Program, which is how um, Dr. Lieber, when I was working with Epstein on the nanotechnology, got caught. And they're also involved in the Confucius Institutes that have infiltrated our K through 12. And basically they are working to turn America through the model of the Chinese um, revolution, the Mao revolution inside America, infiltrating our local communities, our schools, our businesses, our politicians, our lives. The CCP is turning America into a communist country using their model on our ground. And they've infiltrated all of these groups through this one, one front group and these different programs. And right now we have Marxist indoctrination happening by people who originally did it and planned it and executed it in Maoist China. So um, that's another big part of this is 
The CCP should not be confused with the Chinese people, nor should the CIA and the rogue D.C. District of Columbia, foreign entity on our soil that has no loyalty to the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, or our inalienable rights by God or God himself. None of these people respect the seven billion citizens of humanity that were given God-given rights to be free on this earth and have liberty and our pursuit of happiness and to live how we choose and to have the immense God-given natural resources that we love to be ours. Well, this is a big grand scheme. And, uh, you know, I think because we're talking about it and enough people are awake, and I mean worldwide, um, they're failing. But that's why I firmly believe God wins. God already won and the White Hats are in control here because we wouldn't know any of what I'm talking about. Yeah, good point. I mean, Charles Lieber, he's the one who owns the patents to this devious stuff. And he just got arrested and, and indicted and, uh, you know, uh, found guilty. Uh, Jeffrey yeah. Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell, these are the people who are running this stuff. And, and they're, you know, uh, who knows where they are, actually. You know, it's a little bit yeah. mysterious. Also, but, you know, uh, uh, yeah. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say all our lives, we were told certain people were good, that it turns out they were quite the opposite, actually, Luciferian Satanists who hate God and worship Lucifer in the, in the truest sense of the word. But, you know, we were told by the it's funny, Oprah, bought, Oprah basically promoted Bill Gates to us and uh, and also Obama to us. But we were brought all these people. All my life, I was told Kissinger was a good guy. Kissinger is the architect of the one world government. You know, anyone that wants this one world government, this globalist thing, what they're talking about is the enslavement of humanity and the cancellation of God. And um, that that's really where we have to look at this is, you know, Bill Gates' dad started Planned Parenthood with Margaret Sanger to get rid of the black race. You know, I mean, this is a fact. And right now they're doing eugenics again on us. And right now, like you said, the anti-vaxxer. Right now, the eugenics that they want to do is to stop breeding of humans. Um, in their meetings at Davos, by the way, they call us irresponsible breeders. And everyone knows that they call us useless eaters because uh, Kissinger used to say it out loud a lot, as did um, uh, Rockefeller. But, you know, that's where we are. Is, is This is the last stand for humanity. And, uh, again, everyone's got to realize these are 3,000 people. And at the top of their chain is the Bank of International Settlements, which doesn't look surprisingly, I mean, which looks not surprisingly like uh, the Tower of Babel and uh, this Babylonian money magic that comes out of it. This is the Rothschild original stronghold in Switzerland. Um, there, there are also things are going on. I believe a lot of these entities are fully broke. Um, that they, a lot of them have had their assets seized. I fully believe that this has been happening. But, you know, the, what they're doing right now is making it as chaotic as possible to try to save it um, at the last stand, which is if we, don't, if we don't stop the cheating and the top-down and the globalist regime that has captured America, is running D.C., and is, is sure that if they can cheat in 2022, uh, America is done. Our sovereignty is fully ceded. They already committed to the World Economic Forum. Um, and Joe Biden and his friends were all placed in there. So they owe them anyway, because that's who put them in there. The Rockefeller, Rothschild, Cabal, International Central Banking Cabal. And uh, 2022 will be the change that we all need to make, because when we do succeed and they are unable to fail and we take back the Senate and the Congress, well, guess what? We have all the evidence. 
Why do you think they go after General Flynn or any of these people? Because they know what these people have been planning and what they've been doing. I believe the whole thing, the election fraud, the pandemic, all of it has been a sting operation against this cult. It's a cult. And uh, I think that our knowledge of this cult is, uh, is why it will not succeed. Right. I mean, they must be scared of people like you and me. I mean, last week, uh, PayPal debanked me. Uh, I'm living in Brazil. They use this <laughs> in Brazil. They use this uh, website similar to Amazon called Mercado Livre, and uh, so they just debanked me from there. Now I can buy almost nothing online in Brazil. So they must Good. think, uh, you know, little old Sean Morgan on this alternative news site is a real threat to their system. Because we know about the cult and we know about their plan. Uh, so, you know, it just makes you know you're over the target. Uh, but I want to talk real quick about the factions because we've talked about Davos, you know, kind of being uh, the, the pyramid. You know, the Bank of International yeah. Settlements is that central bank of central banks, that Rothschild, uh, you know, financial system, International Monetary Fund, World Bank. It's that debt slavery system. But we also talked about Elon Musk, another billionaire oligarch who's got his transhumanist uh, mission to Mars uh, as well. Uh, yet he's saying things counter to the COVID tyranny, right? He, was a, he moved his company from California to Texas, spoke against the lockdowns, speaking out against communism. Uh, you know, uh, so, so it makes me think he might be in a competing faction. Uh, China, you know, they've been used basically and they kicked Soros out in the 70s, and it seems like they realized that they had an opportunity here to, um, you know, side with the devil so that they could become the superpower, and then maybe they could they could take uh, the world government for themselves. Uh, so right. it makes me think maybe they're not really coordinating perfectly. Maybe they're competing. Uh, so, uh, but I, I have seen this Operation Lockstep happening. Worldwide, they're all using the phrase "build back better." They're all doing the same rules. It's that Australia COVID concentration camp model that they're rolling out the COVID passports in different countries in Europe. So, do you have any comment? You mentioned the Muslim Brotherhood. Do you have any comment on these different factions and if they're actually competing? Yeah, well, I think that they they thought that they were all in it together until the Great Awakening happened and humanity started calling them out on a mass scale with people like you and others out there, you know, and then it's built and it's built. And over the last three years, their pandemic, their, their great reset, the great, the entire COVID, which really stands for certification of vaccine identification. If people don't know SARS-CoV-2, which is a, a, a manufactured bioweapon, but really wasn't deadly. The goal was the vaccine, but honestly, COVID stands for certification of vaccine identification. That's what you need to know. And Klaus Schwab's book, COVID-19, um, The Great Reset, tells you the whole story. But as far as factions, what appears to be going on, and like I said, the, the vassal states of the city of London uh, that basically has run our country through the, city, through the vassal state of the District of Columbia, the corporation, and the Vatican, I believe that all three are broke. And uh, I have many reasons that I believe that, but I do. And I think that the central banking cabal, and especially the Rothschild faction of the Bank of International Settlements is in big trouble financially. So what we're watching right now is them desperately trying to have a war. 
uh, Soros, Obama, um, Hillary, Powers, uh, Blinken, Biden especially, they did a color revolution like they just tried to do here when they overthrew Donald Trump um, with a color revolution that is a total fraud and I believe will be um, uh, perpetu- will be exposed and uh, they will be uh, paid for it. At some point there will be justice and I don't think that far away. But the color revolution that they pulled in Ukraine in 2014, um, they've been stockpiling weapons there for a third world war um, because they believe Hillary Clinton was going to be president to the very day Donald Trump won, which is why so many mistakes have been made because they all went into panic mode to cover their butts. But when they hijacked through a phony responsibility to protect into the Ukraine way back when, uh, in 2014 under Obama and took over Ukraine. They pillaged all their resources. They took over all their oil and gas. They, the people in Ukraine are broke and they're tired and they're, they're, they don't have food. Uh, it's worse than Venezuela, but we never see that on the news since, these, since Obama and company went in there. And what's happening now is that NATO, which is the one world government's military, is trying desperately to start a war with either Russia, China, Iran, anyone they can. A war that, by the way, all of humanity loses and they don't care. But I believe that they're broke. And what's going on is they're trying to start a war because that's how for centuries, at least since World War I, for the Rothschilds all the way back to um, the French Revolution, if not before, they finance both sides. Well, right now, NATO is poor people of Ukraine have been completely uh, taken over. They're using Ukraine and saying that Russia is the aggressor. Russia hasn't moved troops off of Russian soil, period, and they're not going to. They know that Soros and Obama and especially Biden and his son and all of them are all involved with Porchenko. But then what happened this week? Porchenko's assets were seized. This is the guy that they put in in the color revolution, the oligarch with Burisma and and with uh, Biden and all of this nefarious stuff. His assets were seized. He was named um, and he's up on treason charges, high treason in Ukraine. So that's one sign that things are happening. Also, I believe the color revolution they just tried to pull in Kazakhstan, the Russians knew about it prior, like they knew about the Belarus assassination attempt prior. They went in and they stopped it. And at the same time, they arrested the head of the um, security of Kazakhstan, who's a very good friend and Oliver Hunter Biden's laptop. So we have that happening. Then we have um, the Iranian people, like we talked about the Muslim Brotherhood. Well, it turns out that many, many uh, countries in the Middle East really like the Abrahamic Accords and that they really, they were for what Trump was doing. It was just the faction that is also held in place by our CIA and by the Five Eyes and by the Bank of International Settlements and the Rothschild Rockefeller cabal which is the Iranian regime, because before 1979, when they pulled the color revolution there, the same people we're talking about now that just hijacked our country and overthrew our duly elected president and our system did this in Iran. So what we're seeing is the factions aren't so much breaking apart as they're looking at the leadership in Washington, D.C. that they all know is fraudulent. People need to know Russia, Modi, G, uh, North South Korea, Bolsonaro, um, I call him uh, Justin Castro, Angela Merkel, Hitler. These people all know what happened in our election. And the moves that the Blinken Biden overlord by Soros and, and his friends are making are making the entire world more dangerous. And nobody wants a war except for them. 
And that's where they're at, that's where it really, really falls apart because people know that it's not Russia that's the aggressor. It's not Ukraine that's involved. It is the cabal that needs a war to put the Great Reset, to turn the entire world upside down, to get as rid of as many dissenters and patriots in all of our countries as possible under the guise of some kind of phony war to save uh, Ukraine that isn't even in NATO. So why are we defending right. Ukraine anyway? And again, on top of I that- I think you pointed are- out that that's what they're gonna try to pull. They're gonna try to stoke a war. It's, it's like yeah. a, a cornered animal thrashing. It's their last ditch effort. It's not gonna work. Uh, so you know we need to know that, that uh, that's their plan and we need to be aware of it so we don't get all scared. Uh, when we start seeing headlines like we saw when Trump was, you know, smoothing out things with North Korea. I mean, the mainstream media made it sound like there was going to be a nuclear showdown with North Korea. And yet what was there was there was a peace agreement. So we cannot believe the stories that you hear. And um, thank you so much for coming on, Mel Kay. Can you tell us where we can find your work online? Sure, sure. Like you, I've been kicked off a lot of stuff and it's a badge of honor. I tell you, it's a badge of honor. <laughs> but um, I just started, I just got some new uh, social media people involved. Thank God I really needed help. I'm not technical. So you can find me on Getter and Gab social media wise. And then I am on Rumble and BitChute at The Mel K Show. And then I am on themelkshow.com where I have a lot of resources and uh, other things that you can find there that can help you and and uh, ways to deal with the mandates and the, all this, a lot of information about health and the vaccines. And then um, themelkshow.tv is my uh, secure platform that is my own server that will always survive no matter what, I believe. And then I'm looking forward to Truth Social. And uh, I think we're in really good shape. I just think everyone's awake and like you said at the end about the factions we're watching people wake up at different times you brought up uh, um you know um elon musk i really think a lot of people including donald trump are looking at their children what does he have seven children and thinking i want my kids to be able to play in the outdoors and achieve their god-given potential on earth and and have a life full of promise Sorry. and hope no, and no we've more. got 30 seconds i gotta make a few oh, announcements so. <laughs> but we're we're gonna we're gonna find out more at the mel show melkshow.com thank you for coming on they're trying to separate us they hate god that's why they hate us they're scared we're gonna take back what they stole we're standing in the way of their godless perfect day where your whole life is under their control feed fat food from the smell the blood of freedom if we don't stop the bleeding they'll grind our bones to make their way sleeping giant this is not a false alarm a battle cry a call to arms be young and old weak and strong where two or more of us are gathered fearless we will not scatter buckle up we are the storm
sleeping giant. And welcome back to the Radio 5G show. It is February 2nd, 2022. This is a pre-recording, and we just played uh, tape with Mel K. and Sean Morgan. Um, I'm hoping you enjoyed it. I mean, you know, we get this information out here, and it's kind of difficult because it's it, it we say well you know it's 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 information but it's kind of like oh my god they've been at this for so long <laughs> i mean you know that what, what what do you think there mark because it's like these people have been planning maybe for centuries to do all this if you go back into the literature especially the eugenics thing yeah, and they, as per their um, uh, ritual, or, or what do you call it, um, uh, uh, mental technology, that they have to tell us what they're doing before they do anything. And the further back you go, you see that, in, in terms of like watching movies, that they're, they, they've been uh, broadcasting, um, you know, what they've been planning, like... Uh, it, I know we played Jay Dyer before on the show, and um, he's shown like all of the elite material even back a hundred years ago, uh, and and further that yeah this has been you know as a eugenics thing, of course the depopulation, but uh, yeah just, just this this kind of mindset and um, yeah it's it's always been there out in the public for everyone to see and of course you you'd be labeled. Uh, a fear pornographer or alarmist um, as people have been over the decades for saying this stuff. And meanwhile, it's been happening in the background into our health, um, you know, the, the soft kill, slow kill um, approach. So, yeah, I mean, Mel K kind of said stuff, most of it I already knew, except for the few different operations and projects. But she had an interesting way of uh, summing everything up. Um, and uh, further emphasizing the um, ceremonial magic, magical aspect and ritual of these these operations, projects, simulations, events. Um, like Walt was saying in, in uh, your other uh, show, Cosmic Reality, um, it's, it's the same playbook over and over, which means like they're getting the orders from higher up. So you have other people talking about Dracos and Reptilians, but whatever it is, or another kind of uh, uh, human mindset. Um, yeah, the, there's a pattern that can be uh, threaded, the, uh, the same thread uh, over the, the centuries. So, you know, fascinating to kind of connect all the dots. Nancy? Well, I was just watching Ancient Alien. And um, they were doing a program on um, basically transhumanism. And they always bring up, you know, the first time that I saw them, I think it's probably the same same show. I tend to put it on and, you know, kind of listen to it, but don't pay too much attention. But then every once in a while, and, and, and I know I've been watching the same show twice, something else will catch your, your ears, you know. What's that about? Because now it's making more sense. And... Um, you know, to see ancient alien people, 
the, the people we've been listening to for many, many years, describing transhumanism as an acceptable alternative to biological life. And I'm talking about, I haven't had anybody that said, that I've heard on ancient aliens say, this is not a good idea. <laughs> you know, there's something spiritually not right about taking biological life and making it into synthetic life because I think that's what it is. And um, so, but anyway, uh, and one of the reasons that they go that way, and, and you know, when, when you're listening to not the transhumanism people themselves that probably want to do this for some bizarre control reason, but just as a, let's say, an intellectual uh, look at w w when we go out into space, can the human body, is the human body the best body to use? Well, no. If you take it and take it outside of its, you know, the spaceship and you know, with no covering on, he's, they're going to die in most places. So, is it practical to send human beings like to Mars? Or is it more practical to send a robotic version of a human being to Mars. Uh, and that's sort of like the way that they go. And it's like, yeah, you know, maybe maybe our ancestors came from space and they would have encountered the same kind of problems. So, and I know, you know, uh, uh, Philip Caputo, Major Philip Caputo, who wrote the book The Day After Roswell. Are you familiar with that? Have you ever read it? Uh, no, mm-mm. Uh, I highly recommend it because Caputo claims, and I have no reason to believe he's not telling the truth, is that he worked for uh, the Army, and I'm trying to think of what that guy's name, it was, uh, I don't remember right now, but um, his boss said, look at I want you to look at this, uh, 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 like a filing cabinet, okay? I'm going to have a filing cabinet brought down to your office, and I want you to look inside it and, you know, tell me what in the heck we got in there. So the filing cabinet comes to Caputo, uh, uh, Philip Caputo, and he looks at it, and he says, what is it? <laughs> because it was stuff from Roswell. They apparently took pieces of the wreckage and gave it to the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, you know, but the army didn't know what to do with it, so they put it in a. <laughs> so typical, put it in a filing cabinet, and then, you know, years later, Caputo gets it, and he's looking at it. I hope he's got his name right. I'm saying Caputo, but then I'm getting the uh, uh, what's her name, the psychic there that talks to the dead. Um, but I'm hoping that's his right name. But the the key to this was that he took this this stuff, and then put it in different um, industries and then they developed all sorts of things like um, he had he had the, uh, the laser okay it was a it was a laser a working laser but we didn't have lasers at the time I forget which company he gave it to but he gave it to some company and they retro engineered it and then oh we've discovered this stuff uh, night night optics um, uh, fiber optics. Uh, I'm trying to think of some, something, some of the other stuff. But what he discovered in, you know, opening the, 
the rabbit hole of Roswell was that the biological beings that were on, well, the question was, were they biological beings? Because they found that the, in the autopsies of the, um, the flight crew that they were engineered for, for deep space and long travel. I forget what the details were, but it was like these, these, whatever was piloting this was partially biological, but also very much uh, the biological was designed for long space flights. And uh, so maybe, maybe the ancient aliens are right. The only way you can, you know, really go around and fly around space is that you've made alterations to the biological body that's not sound enough. Um, but that, that, like I'm saying, you know, I don't agree with that just from a gut reaction. No, this, this doesn't sound right to me. Um, but I do believe that some people can see the science and the, you know, exploration and all of this stuff to override the concept of we are created by God and what being, you know, has the right to come along and muck with God's creation. And the only thing I can say here is that maybe the people that can get behind this in in certain cases just don't believe in God. They don't believe in some spiritual reason for our existence. What do you think about that? get the mute there um yeah so what came to mind was um uh hr geiger the um swiss uh, european artist he's always had the biomechanical thing and, and gave us a preview of a, a little bit of that um and then even uh there was this there's this youtube channel awakening cosmic reality where they were um doing a uh four-way call with with um ssp super soldier people in terms of like you know the, the mars thing and, and where we're headed so that that was a cool perspective people can check out uh, i recommend as far as um making sense of some of some of the things happening around us um and then even even walt mentioned this this term called bio ais how some people um i don't know just just well just you know with the uh, invisible war all around us that's multidimensional that they don't have the the god spark the life force uh, strong enough or you know you're being attacked in so many levels that it's just <clears throat> it's just easier to uh follow orders and as per the milgram experiment just most people uh have um what do you call it need need to give away their uh personal power because they don't have enough life force to keep themselves, you know, afloat. Um, and it's, it all goes back to, you know, making a choice of, um, actually it's, it's even the cultural conditioning of worshiping, um, comfort and convenience and then being <clears throat> overlied in technology. And this old saying that, um, uh, all of this technology, you know, people are, are accustomed to, makes it look like we're sophisticated but it's doing the opposite um to even like the um 
the medical stuff you've been playing uh, over the months where I forget if it was the remdesivir or the um, the other thing, but the drug makes you it it, it uh, what is it like it, it stops you from stops the body functioning, therefore being um, uh, dependent on the ventilator. And so, the, you know, this invisible war that's been happening for, you know, thousands of years, that that's now, what, coming to a head of sorts, um, is another, like, representation of that. But, yeah, and, and, and the thing with choosing life and um, <clears throat> returning back to uh, what's natural and aligning, it, it's easy to connect to that. Like the sun being outside, uh, earthing, grounding, but you know we're so up in our headspace rather than uh, listening to the body. So yeah, we're kind of in this in between world of uh, uh, um, synthetic biology, and you know because this, this whole thing of the graphene oxide and the nano, the, these things have been around the environment, the air, the food, the water for a really long time. So it's not like it's anything new. It's just kind of more theatricized, um, especially after the um, uh, uh, mandate march from, what was it, two weeks ago? And um, I highly recommend people check out Thomas Renz on uh, Brighteon and, and Rumble and BitChute doing uh, newest first or most recent um, filter along with uh, Lee Dundas because what they presented to – uh, Senator Ron Johnson was just, you know, the the further data of this kind of uh, basically a death harvest, um, in, 300% increase in miscarriages in 2021. I'm quoting him here. 300% uh, increase in cancer, 1,000% increase in neurological injuries, and this went viral, you know. So people are kind of already aware of this. Um, but just keep up with, with Tom Renzen. He gets interviewed in podcasts every week. Uh, and, and Lee Dundas just got just talked to Michael Jaco on Monday. Um, should still be on YouTube, but you could find him on, uh, what do you call it, um, uh, Rumble also. So, yeah, I mean, getting back to God Source and, and now with, uh, I mean, weather, the weather being not as crazy, at least in most parts of the country, it's just easier to connect. Nancy? Um, yeah, I mean, even even uh, Mel Kay mentioned the eugenics connection. And I got startled when she said that Gates, the, the father of uh, Gates, was one of the uh, founders of Planned Parenthood. Because Planned Parenthood was openly designed to control the population growth of the black community. I mean, when they started out, they were stating that. Helping out the black people so they don't have so many children. You know, all this beneficial stuff. But it was basically eugenics. I mean, yeah, let's call the herd and get rid of these terrible black people and so the white people can be, you know, not intermarrying and mingling and all this sort of thing. Um, it startled me that his father, his father, I would have thought that somebody would have brought this up before. So I kind of, you know, fact-checked it. And I actually have a, 
30-second video of Gates talking to uh, CBS or somebody and saying, yes, my father uh, was the head of uh, Planned Parenthood. Very proud. You know, so it's it's out of the mouth of Gates himself that this is true. So you've got this eugenics thing happening in the background, which essentially says if you keep people from having just babies, you know, just uncontrolled babies, you can pollute the uh, the human herd. But if you prevent everybody from having just, you know, you decrease the birth rate because you've, you've made people sterile, then you are have a more control over what kind of babies you're going to make. And on the ancient aliens, they went into a whole discussion about the changing of DNA and manipulating it so that, you know, people go and they have their genes, their uh, genes checked to see if they've got these genes that might cause breast cancer and stuff. And, ooh, if you've got that, you know, you better take off, cut your breasts off. Well, they want to say, no, you don't have to do that. We'll just get rid of that gene. Which they give you all these really good things that they're going to do for health. and but, but the other side of it, it's weaponized. This has, you know, got a lot of things really wrong with it. Um, <laughs> and I just, I, you, you know what, I, I'll tell you. I, it, what I think is, is, is happened is that somewhere, somewhere along the line, you've got somebody that's got biological life out there. You know, you make babies, you, you know, biological life, cows, fish. I got some more baby fish. The ba- the fish that were in the tank are over eight years old, maybe older, and they just had babies. They're not supposed to live very long. But there's this Shungite turtle in it. Um, but you're making babies, you know. You can adjust what kind of babies by manipulation of the DNA. But they've also gone farther, and you can make all sorts of changes to the human brain to make the brain more intelligent. Like they were talking about glia cells. It's something to do, they're like very close to the neurons. They're, you know, to the point that with apparently a drug, you can change the glia, neuro, uh, the glia cells into neurons. So they're talking about, you know, let's say you got your brain has got 10% neurons. Well, what if we changed it to 30% neurons? Think about how much faster and bigger your brain is going to be. And it's it's rather spooky to listen to scientists, you know, so excited about stuff that I look at and I go, oh, this sounds a little creepy to me, more than a little creepy. So over the years of looking at this this whole conundrum, of you know artificial life now waltz's biological ai meaning that the brains of people even though they're all human and there hasn't been any you know nanotech put in them before 2020 um they still were being completely taken over by the ai from the technology that's what he was referencing but nowadays they they have all these it's like I was just watching a commercial, and the woman is like, oh, I don't have to, I, I can put this thing inside my body, and now it regulates. 
And that's another thing they're saying. We'll put all these nanotechs in your body and anything that's going wrong, the nanotechs will fix it. Well, you know, biological life has an immune system. And if we've learned anything from watching what happened, the immune system, the natural immune system, is a hell of a lot better than these, you know, vaccinations and the other things that they're trying to push on people. You know, or well, let's take this uh, resonator, and that's it, it. Apparently, attacked the. Um, it, it did something. I think it's inflammation, but yes, it was the cause of the respiratory systems uh, system getting to the point that you had to live on a machine. Um, but you know, to put somebody on the machine was worth thirty thirty thousand dollars or more, versus giving them some ivermectin and some vitamin D and a few other things and send them home because it's a flu. You know? Um, so, I don't know. I, I think that it comes down to you have to kind of look at, at some of the information that we've had for a long time and say, is it true or is it fairy tale? And that includes the Bible. But in the in the Bible, in the, in the discussion of the um, Adam and Eve situation where we're, we're uh, Eve is, takes from the tree of knowledge. I mean, the tree of life. No, tree of what is it? The tree of knowledge? Yeah, it's the tree yeah, of knowledge. knowledge. Yeah. They just said that wrong on the on the TV. I just realized. Wait a minute, that wasn't right. It's the tree of knowledge. They said the tree of life, tree of knowledge. And the serpent, whoever the ser- serpent was, um, when Eve said no, God said not to eat from that tree. And the serpent's reply was, oh, God doesn't want you to eat from that because then you would be like God's and know the difference between good and evil. That's what's stated in the Bible. And that really stands out to me because, okay, knowledge. What is knowledge? Well, knowledge is the ability to go into transhumanism. And yeah, are you like God's? I guess you are. You know? But what's the question is, is what's good and what's evil? So I think that's what we're learning is, you know, what's the difference between good and evil? If you've got knowledge that that will subvert your spiritual connection to all that is and give you an option of, you know, eternal life, even though you have that in the spiritual world, you don't, you just change bodies. Um... I think it comes down to you know, on a sil- uh, uh, you know, a, um, a sil- Silicon Valley God, and that they were talking about that too. You know, the concept that who was it? Was it Musk? I'm not sure who it was. Said, well, you know, we might as well uh, realize that AI is going to take over the world in one way or the other. So we might want to make friends with it so that it will keep us around. Well, that seems like a really cowardly and stupid way of going through life. So, I don't know. It's a it's a, an interesting place we are in the scheme of just, you know, spiritual and... And the other thing is, is that ancient aliens again kind of thing. I'm watching this, and I, I was talking about this uh, on an earlier show, but I'm watching this show called Blind Frog Ranch. And it's in Utah, not far from um, the 
another ranch has got a, an enormous uh, reputation for a lot of paranormal thing, and that's the Skinwalker Ranch. Not very far, 50 miles or something. And th- they make a long story short. They think that the Aztec treasure that was taken at the time of the attack by the Spaniards on them, that was taken out, and, they, and it, there's a lot of records that a huge treasure was taken out of the Aztec world and brought to the New World, America, North America, in the Utah area, and then buried. And they found a, a box, it's a weird box, it's, it's made of logs, that a Aztec uh, authority said, yes, they actually used that same kind of, of structure to build. They took a piece of the wood and they had it analyzed, and yes, it comes from the time that they're referencing. But inside the box was just this ore, like like you had, had taken and, and just busted up a big rock cliff, you know, and you got all these pieces of, of rock, stones, that are probably, I would say that most of them were four to five inches in diameter thick, you know. And so they got these bags. He, he, they, it's, it's underground and it's in water, so they have to dive down, but they got these two bags out. And when they looked at him, the geologist, they have a geologist there, and he said, wow, this is a good sign because they're looking for gold and, and silver. This is a really good sign because you got a lot of iron, and you get iron ore. In, in iron ore, you're going to find uh, gold and silver. Um, so he takes a, a hammer, a sledgehammer, and he breaks the rock. And when he did that, there were pieces of this silver cylinder, and the cylinder was probably an inch in diameter. But it was like somebody had drilled a hole in the rock and then implanted this silver uh, rod in it and then broke up all this rock so that the the rods are, are inside the pieces of broken up rock. Sorry about that. Um, so, when the, and he went through this whole... Every every test he could imagine to try to figure out what this particular metal was, and it turns out to be gallium, G A L L I U M, which is was never even discovered until 1876 or something, and it's on the periodic elemental uh, table, but they never found it until you know a thousand years after the Aztecs. So what what is this, and why do they have it? in these cylinders inside a rock. And why do they think that this is such an incredible treasure? That they would, you know, bring it all the way from the Aztec world up into Utah and put it in a cave and fill it with water. And, you know, what in the heck is all that about? Um, And what is the lithium used for? It's it's caused because of a smelting process. It's like a byproduct of when you smelt. And I I didn't really hear what I'm supposing it's iron ore. But I'm not sure what, what it was that they were smelting to get this. But the gallium is used in electronics. It's used primarily for electronics. So if you've got a, 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 a civilization that has got this kind of a thing that is a treasure to them, what was it? What was the people really like that did this initially I mean there. I don't think that anybody who was looking at any of the data especially the recent data can 
dispute the concept of ancient aliens. It's all over the world. Now they're finding out that, oh, well, no, the Egyptians may not have been the first. There may have been people thousands of years older than them doing some really weird things, you know, like putting rods into into rocks. So we we don't know an awful lot about much, but the information regarding ancient aliens, there's no way that, that there wasn't a very, very advanced civilization. But it's not here now. Why? Did they not learn the difference between good and evil? You know, somewhere along the line, they wanted knowledge. Somewhere along the line, you got all this technology. Somewhere along the line, they may have had all the things that everybody thinks that they want, but something went wrong. And so I don't think that's the way to go. <laughs> I think I think we might as well say, no, let's not do that this time and try something different. I'm not against people who want to be uh, space travelers, you know, going through some kind of a alteration to be able to do this. If you want to do that, that I'm not going to argue with you. But to go about like they're going about right now, right now, changing everybody into this transhumanism environment has got to be as immortal is immoral as immoral can be. You got any comments? Yeah, um, maybe uh, Antarctica has the answer. I know you, you guys have talked about that in the other show uh, here and there. Um, all of the world leaders going down there. But uh, yeah, regarding when you were mentioning Gates' dad being uh, part of Planned Parenthood, so... Um, I kind of it's also good a uh, good resource for people to check, keep keep up with like um Health Ranger and uh, his natural news and then Infowars that they've been uh repeating that for years so it's also another good uh resource but um no this is a, a multidimensional war and I like that she brought up a uh, reference the I think it was a Spielberg m- movie Ready Player One I think I might go watch it regarding the metaverse and just how um you know they're disconnecting us from uh, our, our blueprint, <clears throat> the bioelectricity, and, and from uh, uh, the source of where where you know we can get good grounding and, and um, uh, deeper alignment. But yeah, there's something to. I mean, it, it, I've always wondered, you know, because the, the ancient alien thing has been going on for years. I don't know if, if decades, but um, these kinds of discoveries don't seem to end. <clears throat> and it makes you wonder what their ver- version of uh, 5G was back then, because you know you have the basically ancient te- ancient technology coming back back around to um, you know our uses now, and how like the ideas of using sound um, to levitate things, and then um, I'm sure they mentioned Coral Castle and uh, a lot of the coast to coast. Popular uh, guests are, are also an ancient alien. So, um, and 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 there's that idea that, and, and actually Gene Decode, uh, I think it's still, still on YouTube. He was on Patriot Dave a week or two ago, and how like even biologically we're not from this planet. Um, Coast to Coast had mentioned this too. Their various guests like Richard Hoagland, and so we came from like that destroyed planet. That's the asteroid belt. I know we had a show with um. 
or play the tape with Ken Rolla um, that, that was talking about that. Like it was either that that big planet Marduk or, or Tiamat, I forget the name of it, and then Mars. You know, some people from there came here, but then Gene Dico was saying it goes back even further. Like it was, um, I think he was singing Andromeda, but then um, I think it, he called it Urantia, uh, Urantia, the um, original home of humans. And that's why in Umar they had um, the priesthood of Ur, which they were guardians of these different gates or gateways. So people can check that out on, on YouTube. It was kind of a cool. I tried to look back. Um, there's apparently a book of Urantia. Um, so I know I'm, I'm still looking into it. Uh, but you no, know, going back to like what what Mel K was saying, and then she does have a really cool podcast with good guests, weekly guests. You know, the, a lot of the big names. Like uh, Lee Dundas, Thomas Renz, Dr. Pam Popper, in terms of, you know, because I didn't really see her give too much, um, what do you call it, uh, practical, simple stuff to do. Like, how do we get out there and and and, and uh, do something about all this stuff, you know? But her guests in her in her podcast, I think it's called the Mel K Show, give us an idea of that. Like Lee Dundas with her. Um, she's on Telegram and, and, and recently opened her own uh, Freedom Fighter organization. Uh, I'll have to look for the name in, in a little bit. But um, as per our pre- previous, you know, um, not guests, but uh, uh, tapes we've played, like Catherine Fitz of, you know, supporting local uh, businesses. Um, I think Dr. Pam Popper was talking about this, too, on the Mel K show of um, – you know, organizing and, and being able to get together in person and, and talk and then ideas will happen. And yeah, and things just kind of take a life of their own. Um, let me see what else. Oh, yeah. So I, I found it interesting with, with her take on uh, New York City becoming uh, the the model smart city and how the former governor was <clears throat> you know moving towards that like a globalist city. And uh, they call it reimagining. Their term is reimagining, of course, Um, with with, uh, uh, surveillance capitalism uh, at every street corner. So, I mean, it's the same thing here in in the the deep blue cities, um, um, Portland, L.A., and in San Francisco. And you got 5G and, of course, a 6G coming in uh, all over the place. Um, So another reason why, you know, you got to have your shungite on. And then if not, just just go to the cosmicreality.net uh, site for the the free tone. You can download of it. <laughs> you don't even need to buy it. Um, yeah, so, I mean, um, <clears throat> definitely check out her podcast and, and uh, get beyond this um, dialectic, the binary, this binary that, that uh, <clears throat> keeps people in control, problem, reaction, solution. So, um, and it's cool because we have many choices to, to, to pick from, you know, whatever uh, um, is intuitive and we have a calling to. So um, they're out there within reach. Nancy? Yeah. Um, uh, now, she's a researcher and a patriot, but what do you, do you know any more about her background? No, she just showed up in the scene the last couple of years, just like a lot of the names and, and faces we know. So not not really. I assume um, she has a ton of interviews on on the um, independent media, you know, social media sites. So people can always look there. But I, I haven't. 
I just like her po- podcast when she has good guests on. That's that's the only time I've kind of listened to her. Yeah, there's so many people that you know got on the bandwagon recently. And uh, what's the bandwagon? Well, the bandwa- bandwagon is that they're afraid of us. They're trying to make us afraid of them, but they're afraid of us. You know, was she pointing out there's only like 3,000 of them that are really in the you know, the organization that is trying to oversee the world to make the, the you know, the, the reset? Uh, so, so, in my opinion, you know, it's like... <clears throat> No, we're we've got all we've got all the marbles. They're playing with a few kingpin marbles. That's all. You know, we just have to take them away from them. And if I had any doubts, I'll tell you, it went away when I saw the the convoy, the truck convoy in Canada. Did you know that they they're claiming, and it seems to be well known in Canada itself because we got people there. Fifty thousand trucks. 50,000. It was 100 kilometers long. So was it 100 miles? No, it was 100 kilometers. And I think a kilometer is what? I'm not actually sure. It's more than 100 miles, that's for sure. (laughs) Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, when I first heard the the figures, it was like, I thought I heard 1,000, and it was 43 miles. I remember that 43 miles was very specific. And... um, so i trying to tell my friend Sandy, see, I kind of like, did you hear about that trucker thing, the convoy thing? You know, like I'm like, you know, and um, I told her, and I thought, am I exaggerating? And then I get on the radio with some people that knew more than I would, and they said, no, it's 40, uh, 50,000 trucks. And a lot of these the, people are following the caravan. Well, they're in Ottawa right now. Um, we did this show, Say What, on the trucks and everything. And uh, I put the picture up. And if you just go Google the pictures, you'll see. I mean, these trucks went on for as long as the camera could see, way over the horizon. And in the city, I don't even know how Ottawa is, uh, how you could even function in there. Because, I mean, the pictures you see of the convoy, it's completely clogged the cities. So, and uh, Trudeau is, is, is run and put himself in... Uh, quarantine, even though he's had two negative tests recently for the COVID, and his own law says if you've been vaccinated, you don't have to go into quarantine, but he's in quarantine. Because <laughs> Ottawa is the capital of Canada, and that's where he's at. So, uh, so much for courage on their part. Um, what else did Mel say? Um, well, she thought that the Epstein connection was really, really, really important. And I don't know, what are you hearing about the Epstein thing in, in uh, what's-her-face there? Maxwell. Maxwell. Um, I think that uh, she was pushing for a new trial. Uh, and, of course, we know some of the bigger names that are hidden. I haven't really been following it too much. Um, <clears throat> all I know is that Epstein is just one among many people who did that, uh, uh, at least according to Gene Decode Branson. The guy who owns the Virgin Airlines, um, it was also has a similar <coughs> thing going. Oh, really? I didn't hear that. Um, that's according to him. I, I'm trying to think of another person who who mentioned that, but I mean, it doesn't surprise me. Like, why would you 
username version unless you know <laughs> hiding in plain sight kind of thing the the, the um the kind was, of magic yeah it was a creepy name for an airline i admit um, um go ahead yeah so one, one thing she mentioned and, and you said was the elimination of the connection to god and so uh back in um uh <clears throat> what was it april last year yeah i think it was lately yeah, last year I miswrote on the notes. Um, Tony Pantoloresco, who's a Canadian, a big voice there in terms of the nanotech, has been for uh, over a decade, um, interviewed a, a UK nurse and how she took the shot and was describing um, that separation. It was really interesting, obviously, and, and, and almost like a horror movie, just how her very like life force and essence was fighting to keep herself in her body and not have this disconnection. And so anybody who's looked into, um, I don't know if it's DARPA, but these certain presenters, actually Bill Gates uh, talked about this, the the severing the religious connection in the brain and, and how to do it. So those have been out in the public for years. Um, I think there's some kind of a patent on that. That they yeah, found yeah. something in the brain where when people get kind of spiritual, it lights up. And uh, there's some kind of a, I, I don't know. I mean, yes, Gates is. Well, the other connection she made was Epstein, Bill Clinton, and, and Gates. That those that those three, and she named all sorts of different uh, businesses that they were associated with. And like that Dr. Uh, uh, Charles Lieber. And how he he was the one that was arrested, Harvard scientist, you know, colluding with the Chinese. And they arrested him, convicted him. The jury convicted him. It didn't even take an hour. Um, But he has the patent on the hydrogel uh, and nanotech. How you can hide nanotech into the hydrogel, and then once it gets into the body, it can self-replicate. He has a patent on it. He's the one that has the patent. And she she makes a, a, I mean, I thought Epstein was kind of like a buffoon in many ways. But the way she's talking about it, he was on all the, you know, the, um, uh, oh God, I can't even think of them all. All, all the different secret foreign foreign relations, you know, the, the committee. Mossad and, and the, Yeah, the you know, thing. all these yeah. different, you know, places that he was supposedly involved with. So... I've not been one of these people that thought that Epstein didn't die. I thought he was probably murdered. But there's a lot of people think that he didn't even die. That they it was a cover up, you know? And um at first I'm going like, nah, I, you know, I no, I'm not gonna believe this until I see more evidence. But as we go on you get like if this guy was that important, it's important that he die. But it's also very important by the feds if if the Patriot feds were involved in it to keep him alive. You know, I just hope that we do have patriots out there that are behind the scenes because, well, if not, we're really screwed. Except we got the truckers. (laughs) You know, I'm just so impressed with the fact that those truckers did that and that it isn't over yet. Apparently, Americans are. Are you getting any California stuff happening? Because they said they were going to start in California and go to Washington. So at least according to Lee Dundas, who's I think for sure Southern California. I don't know if she's Orange County, but 
Um, the last count was 20,000, and that was a while ago, um, like a week ago. So that was going to be helping up north. I don't know what the update is on that. So well, people were, go to yeah, the mic. There were a hmm? lot of Americans that went over the border. Yeah. And what I heard um, from the people that, you know, were, were, knew more than I did on this was that there seems to be uh, a lot of discussion about the truckers from Canada just coming down into the United States and going for Washington, because they're not that far from it, you know? I mean, Washington is is basically just dead south of uh, Ottawa, and Ottawa is really south in, in the Canadian border, so I don't think it would take them but a few days, but they have to go so slow. Because in Canada, the the streets, the highways were all lined with people. And this one trucker um, came on uh, Carlson, uh, uh, Tucker Carlson's show, and he was saying that, you know, for a good part, of, he says, for a good part of this, you're, you're holding back tears because the support of what we're trying to do here is so intense. He said, at one point, we came up over this rise, and all of a sudden, there were all these tents. And it was a group of people that had gotten together and had, he said there was all sorts of food, you name it, it was there. And not only that, but they had gotten, uh, you know, a truckload of windshield wiper uh, stuff, you know, the put stuff you put in your, your trucks. I guess, you know, they may have snow. I don't know why they needed so much of it, but they, they were all, you know, they had gallons of this windshield wiper stuff for the truckers. And this was all done to give the truckers, you know, one good meal on their way to Ottawa. So the it wasn't just the truckers. It was the people of Canada. And the guy in a province that's to the to sort of west central, SAC something, I can't even remember what the name of it was. But he Is came, this Saskatoon? Probably, yes. And that, he came out and he said, and, and, and you know, I mean, my God, there's somebody that's rational, and he said, um, "We're we're we're gonna in this. It's like a state, and uh, DeSantis has already done it for Florida, thank you. Um, but we're not. DeSantis says we're not gonna fa- follow Fauciism and get rid of the mask, the you know, all of this stuff. Get rid of it. He did that months ago, last year. Um, but this guy said the same thing. We're gonna stop all this. He said because if this mandated vaccination is to prevent the spread. This doesn't make any sense because everybody knows that even if you've got the vaccination, you can still spread it. So what is the point? You know, and that was so, you know, at least one state woke up and, you know, it's not so much that they wake up. It's it's the people showing them that, you know, we're behind this decision. We're giving you the excuse to do the right thing. And stand up for the people. And that's what I think is, uh, I mean, I, I did. I got all choked up. I had tears coming into my eyes when I saw and and heard that trucker and how just profoundly moved he was because of the amount of support they'd gotten. So I think we got all the power. It's just a matter of manifesting the way to demonstrate that. And, hey, they didn't need any weapons. They had the trucks. <laughs> you know so we'll see what happens so didn't the eagle have a hand in this in, in some way I think that was mentioned um, somewhere right well yeah because it's it's kind of a <clears throat> you have to kind of look at the at the the whole game board 
And we were on Say What with Yasmin, or what? I thought maybe it was on this uh, the Shungite show, but we were on with Yasmin, and Walt was there, and we were talking about Canada. It was Bob, her husband, Yasmin's husband, because he had a friend of his that was in Canada and a trucker, and and unvaccinated, and all of a sudden, he can't get into Canada because he's not vaccinated, and. You know, so he gets back to Canada, but now he can't move because he's not vaccinated. And the story that Bob was relating was very personal because he knows these people. And he said, we've got to reach out to the Canadians um, because they were a step ahead of the Americans because now the Americans want to make it mandatory for the U.S. truckers, too. Um, But... At that point, you know, Yasmin and, and the rest of us got into a discussion of how do what do, I, I kept saying what do you what do you want what do you want to put out there? We can ask the the uh, the Eagles to benefit everybody, but do you you know? And and Bob would say, no, we got to call people. He wanted a three D solution. You got to call your friends in Canada. Tell them it's going to be all right. Don't let them be isolated and alone like my friend. Whereas Yasmin, you know, is trying to say, well, we could we could ask the the Eagle for help. And so we discussed it, but we never came to any kind of conclusion in my mind as to what kind of help are we offering them. But I think that the uh, effect was the same thing. Is that you know, like, well, we we got something like seven thousand people downloading shows on a week. So you got all these people out there that are hearing a show. Maybe not all seven thousand of them heard that, but it's one of our most popular, so most of them did. And they hear this, and so now they engage their mental facility faculties into, well, God, come on, Canadians, stand up, do something, you know, stop this. And I do believe that it had an effect, you know, um, because I'm sure that people would have done that anyway once they understood it or once they heard Bob and they knew nothing about the eagle. But that's the thing, is that the eagle and all of the energy devices that we have developed, and Walt in particular, all of these things are designed to assist us. They're like tools to keep our focus up, to, you know, to... to Walt likes to say, look at. We understand the mechanism is our own biological thought process, but the Shungite energy devices are 24-7 on. Once you program them, you program them. They don't have to sleep. They don't have to eat. They just keep putting out the same imaging that you gave it. So uh, I'm not going to just say, no, it didn't, because these things happen awful fast after we say something. It was a say what show... We discussed the the pollution, the the uh, pipeline that had been broken in the, in the Pacific, right off the coast. The all the beaches were closed. They, it was going to be a, a horrible environmental problem, and that was Saturday. And by Monday, after telling, asking the, ah, we asked Eagle, "Can you fix this?" Oh yeah, we can do that. We'll do it, please. And so from Saturday night until Monday mo- Monday morning, they opened the beaches. They found no pollution in the ocean. Now, was that coincidence? I don't think so. And it's the same thing with this. You know, we start to talk about it on a Saturday, and within days of that, they've got this trucker convoy going. 
I don't know. But I got to look at the facts and the timing and say, mm, you know, maybe that's another one for the eagle. But it's not the eagle system. It's just, it's human beings saying, no, we got to do something. And the trucker said, well, yeah, we got to do something right now because we can't operate. Uh, think of you know think of the thought, the concept of fifty thousand trucks not bringing supplies because they're on a convoy to Ottawa. I mean they're probably going to have a really you know a, a, a problem with that. Certainly we would here. And another thing, <clears throat> we had another say what show. And we had um, Rick, who is Christia Cummings Slack, Rick Slack. Um, he's a trucker, and he's done this all his life. He's, he's rather high up in the ranks of truckers. And he was saying that since the pandemic hap has happened, he, there has been a lot more um, accidents. And as a matter of fact, there was... I heard some some rumbling. I don't remember where I heard it about the truckers and uh, having to 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 keep more uh, higher uh, insurance because of the amount of accidents that trucks were having. Now, he uh, you know, and he said that he, in his opinion, because he saw he was seeing the accidents. He says, you know, I'm sitting up high, and I he says. And he, he described this one accident that he'd seen a couple of days before this. And he said, the person that, that caused the accident wasn't even in the car in their mind. Nobody would have done what they did, but they did it. And he says, you're seeing this crazy driving, like they're not paying any attention to anything. And he says, I can't tell you what it is, but I have a lot, you know, he, he, he doesn't like the cell phones, you know, they're dangerous. He's, he's up there, he's watching everybody talking on his cell phone, not paying attention. So, but he, you know, and, and he didn't he didn't want to commit to the fact that there might be a vaccination part in this, you know, that you have the, dis, the, the disassociation of the higher self, and therefore you're only dealing with what Walt would call a lower body soul. And, yeah, these lower souls, they can go on and do everything, you know, seemingly all right, but they're not connected to their higher self. And that, I mean, right right from the beginning, the first few weeks of the vaccination, there were a number of known energy healers who were warning about this, that they were seeing a, dis, a disconnection between the higher self and some of their clients who had been vaccinated. Yeah, they don't want they don't want us to continue awakening and continuing flexing our muscles. And like I say, it that's what they're afraid of. The eagle just I said from the minute that I found Shungite, ah the playing field has just been leveled. Because Shungite can pro uh, provide protection, but it it also enhances our ability to thought project. And that's what it is, is thought projection. In Egypt, the main problems they had with the pyramids uh, in the, initially was that you'd open up a pyramid with a you know somebody in there, and everybody that opened it up would die, and that was because the priests had put thought form protection around these pyramids. And you can say, well, that, that's just a bunch of crap, but you know you look at the record and how many people and weird ways that they would die. Um, you have to say, well, maybe, 
Maybe this thing is real, and I could tell you it's real. It's the key to manifestation, thought forms. You put out a good thought form, right kind of energy, the universe will ding, ding, donk, done. So, anyway, I'm hoping that, that the audience liked Mel um, and the messaging. And, and all we're trying to do here is, is give you other people's voices. You know, sometimes we've, we know it, but it's another version of how they're seeing it. And when you realize how many people, it's not just a handful of people, it's the vast majority of people that know anything are, are saying, whoa, you know, let's, let's wake up here. So I think we're in a good place. Yeah, one of the energy workers you mentioned that was warning about these shots and what it was doing, uh, I mentioned in the Shungite show last year, um, who I recommend is Karen McDonald. McDonald is with a MAC. You can find her on YouTube and just do an upload date um, search. She has many hours from last year, and, and the Facebook video even gives uh, free frequencies where you could put it on your phone. I do that and then play it while I'm around people or afterwards in terms of like a radionics protection bubble and of course you could do the c60 um uh configuration around you too but um can you get a link for that and give it to us yeah and then another one to recommend is that dr tenpenny was interviewed in um x22 late last week so that's something to check out in terms of um the updates on the inoculations and they're obviously not vaccines they're she specifically genetic genetically modifying technology so you and that goes back to you being a gmo human and you lose your rights as per some of the court or the legal docs on that so that that was uh, interesting and um the the thing with the thomas rent and lee dunnitz is great it's it's at the forefront and and um one of the things i think mentioned was having pilots take uh something similar to a D-dimer test so, so you can see if they have microclots on them or not. And if they do, like, there's no way you're flying this thing. So, you know, it's a miracle we haven't seen any plane crashes. And and <clears throat> Dundas did mention that there are military pilots who are flying her- helicopters that shut off the blades right in the middle of flying, and, and they don't remember doing it. Oh, so this yeah, is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty serious stuff. It's okay, crazy. we're at the end of the show here. <clears throat> um Thank you so much, <laughs> and thank Mel and uh, and uh, Sean Morgan too for giving us something to talk about. You want to say good night or good day? We're in noontime. Yeah, have a great week, everybody, and uh, new moon week also. Oh, another one, <laughs> new moon, yeah. full moon. Be safe, everybody. We'll see you next time. Thank you very much. You've been listening to Radio 5G, a production of CosmicReality.com. Thank you for listening.